This is a story from the heart. A few years ago, a very close friend of mine experienced the tragic passing of her beloved husband due to colon cancer. Now, for someone who loves this friend, uh, uh, looks at her uh, not just as a friend, but as a sister, an older sister, it was very difficult for me, I realized, as I was sitting on the sideline watching her go through the process of dealing with his illness, um, taking care of him down to his final days, his hospice days. It was very difficult to visit and witness all of that. And ultimately, down down to his uh, time of passing, And as I was trying my best to be a source of comfort for my friend, I was at a loss of words as to what it is that I should say because the last thing that I wanted was to sound pretentious, was to sound, you know, say the same thing that everyone's been saying because for me, I, I, she's not just anyone. For me, she is somebody who is very important to me. And I wanted, if I could, I wanted to pull out my heart for her to see, you know, how much I cared and how much um, I am here for her. Because I, fa- I found at that time that there were no words that could correctly relay to the depth of how I felt. For her, I wanted to be on this journey with her because I know that this is a very difficult time, and that's saying very, very, very little about how how difficult that experience was. So I battled in my head, like you know, I'm here for her, and she knows that. There's no question, without a doubt, that uh, we understand that. But I also, you know, wanted to verbally express some things to give her comfort. And I was just at a loss. And one day, um, as I was preparing to go to the memorial service, um, I was in the shower. And I've shared this story multiple times over the years. Um, I was in the shower. I was shampooing. I was in a sober mood preparing to be there and just be whatever it is that needs uh, for me to be. So I don't know what I'm going to be like. If she wants me to smile and laugh uh, to deflect the situation, that's what I'll be. If she wanted me to just quietly sit there and hold her hand, that's what I'll be. But as I'm getting ready and I'm shampooing and I'm conditioning, uh, a thought ran across my mind. Um, And it was from a quote from a national speech that was delivered earlier in the year or something like that that I had heard. And that part of that speech that stood out for me was this quote, um, you're going to rise above this situation. We're going to rise above this situation. We're going to be better. We're going to be stronger. And I thought to myself, okay, that's very nice. I mean, over the course of my life, I've gone through some things and I too have been comforted by those words. Helena, you got this. You're going to rise above this. And so that particular part of that uh, speech, you know, stood out and it just, you know, rang a bell. But I wasn't happy right there. I, I felt like, I mean, yeah, I felt like, wow, I felt, well, duh. 
I know who she is. I know what she's made of, right? I know how tough she is. And I know that she, you know, is is more than able to handle the situation. As, as, as painful and heartbreaking as this is, I know her toughness. And so if I... If I go to her and I said, you, you'll be okay. After this dies down, you'll be okay. I felt as if I was smacking her in the face with the obvious, right? So I thought to myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're going to rise above this. She will definitely rise above this situation. She will. She will carry the memories that they have shared. She will carry everything that they have um, built together, their family, their children. She's going to forever be in her heart. It's going to forever be in her mind as she continues to live this life uh, with him not here by her side anymore. She's going to have great days and she's going to have terrible days. Regardless of this, the case, she will have days. So I thought, you know, it's, it's, I know for a fact, I don't think, I know for a fact that she will rise above this. But I thought to myself, okay, well, if that's so obvious, well, what else am I supposed to say or do to comfort her? And therein lies the birth of the thought of what happens before the rising. And that conversation has been in my heart for years ever since that tragic moment. And as tragic as it was, it birthed this beautiful thought, this beautiful concept that's never left me. What happens? What are we doing? What should we do? What do we say? How do we say it before the rising? How do you walk with somebody that you know they will get to a point that they will rise above whatever situation that's been handed to them? whatever tragedy that has been handed to them, whatever trauma, they're going to rise above it. But if you were given the opportunity to be beside them, what is it that you should do to help them get to that point? What is that little chunk of time? Two weeks, two months, two years before the rising? How many coffee dates do we have, right? How many girlfriend trips getaway do we have? right? What are the things that we do to get to that rising? So before that is the focus for me. Actually, before that became the focus for me, before the rising became the focus of the conversation that I would rather have, because I'm not going to have a redundant conversation of, you know, you're, you'll be okay. You're going to rise above this. That was a redundant point. And that was a point that I didn't want to make. What I wanted to make was, hey, I'm here. Do you want to get coffee on a random Monday? Or how about we grab dinner on a Thursday? Something like that. Oh, do you want me to just sit with you for a while while you just think, not say anything? Okay. Should we go and go to a bookstore and grab some books? You a book, me a book, and we kind of share that? What do we do? Oh, would you like to book a weekend trip to Charleston to just kind of unwind? right? Let loose. Is that what we do? I'm here. I'm all for that if that's what you need. And so that became something that I wanted to focus on. And it means more to me now than ever because I am now going through something that I would not call tragic. It is, however, a personal change, the biggest change that I've had to experience in my life 
other than becoming a mother at a young age and a mother to three beautiful children, this personal change that I am embarking upon is partly scary, uh, partly exciting, definitely exhilarating, and absolutely insane, right? So I'm going to hold insanity's hand. I'm going to walk step by step out of the old and into the new, and I'm going to claim the new uh, me that is on the horizon, all of those things. But I'm, I'm, I'm having moments where as I'm dealing with all of this, as exciting and as, and as exhilarating as it is, yeah, insanity is there and it's looking at me in the face. I'm looking at it in the eyes, deciding if it's, if it has blue eyes or hazel eyes. That is my reality right now. And so I had a moment of solitude for a long time. I had a moment of alone time. I've never been alone. I, since I was 17 years old, I've never been alone. And here I am by myself, not one single person inside to be my friend and to be noise and to be disruptive. And for the first hour and a half, I loved it. I felt like the college kid that was in the dorm, her roommate's not back yet, and she has all this freedom, and even better yet, I'm like grown, I can do whatever I want, or not do whatever I want, right? And so it felt great for the first hour and a half or so. Then I realized, okay, this is not as great as I think it is because it's so new to me. It's so foreign for me, someone who's always been around people, someone who's always done things for people, to have this moment of absolute freedom, right? Um, So I started to feel my mind, you know, slip into something, you know, not so great. And I've been there before. The fact of the matter is I've been through this so many times that I recognize what that feeling is. But the one thing that I did this time that was different from all the other times where my mind would slip towards something not healthy, and it's okay. I've gotten to a point where I had to acknowledge that it's okay to allow your mind to get there, but you have to get out of that right? But I never did anything intentional to get myself out of that. This time, because I'm 40, because it's 2022, whatever that means, this time I am intentional. I'm intentional about my yeses. I'm intentional about my noes. I'm intentional about my maybes, right? I'm intentional about my decisions, So this time, I was very intentional about, okay, you're not happy at the moment, your mind is slipping, you're getting there. So I immediately asked myself, you should do, what should you do to make yourself happy? What should you do, Helena, right now to make yourself happy? What is it that you could do right now to make yourself happy? My mind went to that question, and I immediately had the answer. And as soon as I had the answer, I bounced right off of my seat, and I went at it. I didn't even let one second slip by before I said, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And that was how I got out of that momentary funk. I asked myself very intentionally, what am I going to do? What should I do? What could I do? 
in this moment, no matter how, what the task is, no matter if I had to, you know, do something that's like, oh, I'm not up for it, but it's going to make me so happy. Uh, I did it. I did it. And part of doing that, I got to tell you, was recording this podcast. Yeah. I have been wanting to do this for years, but I was held back. I was held back and this has been delayed for one reason and one reason only. And that reason was fear. And notice how I did not say is fear, but I said was fear. Because that's right. The time is now. Whatever 2022 means to you and whatever your age at the moment means to you, it doesn't matter, right? What matters is the time is now for all of us. I mean, listen. We, on a daily basis, all experience things personally, but collectively, as humanity, look what we have experienced. So there's no way where we can look at each other and we say, oh, I've got time. I can handle that later. So I've been doing that for years. I've been doing that for like 30 years of my life, you know? And so I've reached a point where I'm like, you know what? No more. I am going to pursue whatever it is that makes me happy, whatever it is that gives me meaning, and I'm going to do it at a cost where I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not hurting anyone. I'm not stopping anyone from from pursuing theirs, and I'm not going to stop myself from pursuing mine. All that entails Helena being happy. Okay, so we're going through all of these life's changes and I'm sitting and I have moments, not gonna lie, I have highs and I have lows, right? So I think to myself, oh, this is it. I am sitting in this nutshell of what I call what is before the rising. I know for a fact within my heart, within my mind, that there will be a day in the very near future that I'm gonna rise above the situation that I'm in. I'm gonna rise above the situation I'm in. But I had a conversation with someone very close to me and they said, Helena, do you not realize you are right in the midst of what you're saying? You are right in the midst of what you've always wanted to talk to people about. You are in the midst of what you've been with people through. You are in the midst of other people, you've been with people through their before the risings. You've been with people getting them to the point where they rise. And now look at you, here you are in your very own before the rising. And I thought, oh my word, if that's not true. So this is it. This is here we are living and breathing our reality with the audacity to pursue anything that makes us happy because that right belongs to every single person and I challenge anyone who wants to disagree. So here we are, we're going to embark on this journey that is scary, that is exciting, that is exhilarating, definitely insane. Insanity. I haven't thought of a last name for that yet, but we're just going to stick with the first name, insanity. We're going to be friends with this insanity. We're going to figure out how to figure it out (laughs) together. And we are going to be very intentional about what it takes for Helena, right, to to be in her before the rising. Because this is what I'm in right now. I'm going to rise above this, but what I'm in right now is my before the rising moment. And I want to share that journey with you because I'll be darned if there's not one person out there that happens to run across this and will resonate with them. I get that. I get that. So I'm joining the community. 
I admire people who bring the conversation to the table. I admire the people who uh, spread awareness to what needs to be uh, spoken on. And I too want to be a part of that because I believe that is why we exist and that is why we experience what we experience, is to learn from it and to be better because of it, right? Withstanding anything, we're gonna grow and we're gonna be better. So I invite you to join me on this journey and learn what it takes to be in that before the rising chapter of your life. Because I know for a fact that you will rise above it. I know for a fact that I will. But what happens before the rising, what happens before the rising is more important than the actual rising, right? So come along, come along.